This is a Misfit Nation production. Chris Hahn, the Don. The Don. Chris Hahn, the Don. Krishan, the Don. The Don. D-O-N, right? Krishan, the Don. That's what I'm saying. You see, man made the cars. We did all that for you. To take us over the road. All of that, and now you just want to bitch. Man made the train. Trains. Amazing things. To carry the heavy load. So you don't have to. Man made the electrolyte. See, women just want to focus on the bad things. Man made the boat for the water. Like Noah made the ark. But they don't want to focus on the good. That's why we have to do it. Without that pussy. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the chill stream. I am here. I'm vibing out. You know the deal. Don't forget to hit that like, share, and subscribe. That'll lift it up so it's not covering the moneymaker here. Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm uh, here to just talk about a few things. As always, uh, but before I start, let me just tell you guys, we're doing a show tomorrow, Misfit Nation podcast. Tomorrow, uh, it'll be a late show, so tune in. Around 11 o'clock, we should be starting, but you know, you know, we, we, we're black, so, you know, we, uh, sometimes we start a little late, usually, usually. All right. Well, I am here to just uh, touch on a few things, a little, um, you know, wet your whistle before tomorrow. It's basically what I'm going to do tonight. And I'll hang out for a little bit. Get in the chat, by the way. Let me know what you're thinking. I see a couple people in here. So uh, let me know who's even in here. Appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. I know it's a late Wednesday night. I know it's probably a weird, uh, weird time to do a show. I'm not sure. I'm not really in in the uh, the algorithms like that anymore. Why fucking bother, right? All right. Well, I'm going to talk about. Uh, basically, I'm going to touch on a little bit of uh, the Palestine thing. Basically, why I think we're making a uh, we're making a strategic error in our debating of this whole thing, and I'm going to get to that in a bit. But before I do that, I got to talk about what I believe to be America's greatest sin. And I know a lot of people are going, whoa, slavery. No, no. I think America actually committed a more, a a graver sin than slavery. Uh, A sin that we're actually feeling the effects of more 
now than slavery. Um, I think it's had uh, worse effects than slavery because it affects everybody. And what I'm talking about is us. And I know this is going to sound like some, you know, goofy, uh, goofy red pill argument, I guess. But this is the real deal, guys. I think America's greatest sin is letting women vote. I think that's where we fucked up gravely. And uh, I think that's where we made our turn to uh, for the worst. Now, there's a there's a thing with, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson, where he talks about how women being agreeable. Women are like kind of too agreeable for their own good. And I think that I think that kind of filters down into everything. And I think that filters down into politics. I think that filters down into like what they what they see as far as like potentiality. I don't think women have uh, as good of a, a foresight for things like that. I think they just base everything on what the moment is and what our circumstances are now. I think men are more the pioneers in that. We we go no well. You know, like, for instance, if we got taken over by some uh, some other government and we were forced into like forced into internment camps and or not even internment camps, we could live in our own our, our place. But we're under some kind of really strict fucking government rule. Women would look at it more like, well, as long as we're alive, as long as our families are, you know, eating, as long as there's food on the table. We can make the best of it. Men, on the other hand, are the ones that go, no, we're going to change this whole thing. We're going to fucking stand up. We're going to have a revolution. That whole deal. That comes from men. That doesn't come from women. Now, um, before I continue, I'm going to show you the, the clip that I saw that made me realize that this was a grave sin. Well, I've always known this. However, I realized like how grave it was. And, you know, we always cover women in politics. Don't know if you guys saw this story, but this woman uh, basically had a meltdown. And really what it was, was she couldn't handle her emotions. Things got a little, little dicey in a, in a, in a hearing, in a political hearing, and she just couldn't handle it in the way that men can. And I'm going to just play the clip, I guess. And you're going to see. This is an elected official, by the way, guys. Elected official. Look at the behavior. Look at the selfishness. Look at the emotions. Giving into pure emotion. And look how counterproductive it is. To our government and our society. I am not. It's a conflict of interest. Okay. Really? Yes, it is. I don't. You represent the town. I don't represent analog. Now, let me just give a little context. They're arguing based on uh, this guy is basically a skeptic of the the shot. Let's just say say it like that. Um, And he's basically saying that, you know, you guys are overreaching with your, I guess, COVID mandates and your vaccine mandates and all that stuff. So this is her making this is them basically picking up in the middle of that arguing. I am not. It's a conflict of interest. Okay. Really? That, yes, it is. I don't. You represent on, the town. I don't represent analog to the town. 
You represent the firefighters? You represent the public safety personnel? The job that pays my family's food. Thank you. Have a nice night. Okay. Yeah, thank you for uh, your attention to this matter. Go eat some ice cream. Yeah, why don't you go fuck yourself? Oh. Strong woman. This guy doesn't attack any of us. If he's going to be here, I am not. I'm done with this shit and him. You can make a motion to adjourn. So, do you want to just go through the. No, let's oh. get out again. Okay. Let's make sure that Lil's coming. Yeah, that's why. Make sure. All those in favor? 4 0. And that ends the day. A little bitching and, and a temper tantrum like Angelica Pickles fucking ends the day. So I guess we don't, we don't fix any of the issues in our city that day because she, she had an emotional breakdown. And you know, that's our fault, guys. That's our fault. We let women believe that they were emotionally equipped for politics. That's our fucking fault. Women, this is the thing that if you, if you listen to where she goes with the argument, he's basically like saying like, we need to figure out what's, you know, this is a conflict of interest. I don't exactly know what they were talking about at that moment. However, it sounds like they were in the middle of like kind of hashing something out, which is what you do in politics. And, uh, yeah, he tells her, why don't you go eat some ice cream? Which is, you know, kind of just like basically calling her a ditzy girl. And then she proves him right by screaming, why don't you go fuck yourself? Now, if you listen to right before that, her argument goes into, I'm doing the job that, you know, feeds my family and, and puts food on the table and this and that. And it's like, this is what women don't understand. And if I told any woman that was a politician this, she would lose her mind. She would lose her shit. And if I told any dude this, he would totally understand. Well, most, most, I think is that your family, I could give a shit about your family. And that's the thing about politicians, is we're, suppo- we're supposed to use them. You're there to, to do a job that's kind of thankless. That's what you, you, you took the job. You knew that was part of it. It's part of the game. But your family, what's feeding your family, your problems with your family is no excuse for not doing your job. I don't give a fuck about your emotional problems. I don't give a shit about, uh, if listen as as fucked up as it sounds. If, if a family member dies at some point, you got to get back up on the horse or get the fuck out. That's, that's the job of a politician. We don't need your emotional horse shit. And again, that goes into what I, what I tell you all the time, guys. Women are too selfish. They're too selfish and too self-involved. And that's a good thing for a family, for taking care of a family. That's great. But not for politics, not for public service, not for even jobs, really. I'll be honest, not even for the workplace. But yeah, that's, that's the part of the job, the part where we say that's no excuse I don't give a fuck about your emotional health. I don't give a like I give a fuck about it if it's affecting the job, then we can get you the fuck out of here. But 
None of that is an excuse. And that's the part that women just can't accept. They're too emotional to go, oh yeah, yeah, I, I kind of don't, I'm not, I'm not the most important person in the world at this moment. So yeah, and then it goes into my thing too of like just how women, women just throw off the dynamics when it comes to men conversations. And that's why as much as women and even as much as we try to involve them in our conversations, it just, it can't happen. Women just throw off the dynamic. It doesn't become productive anymore. It doesn't become fun. It's like forced. We have to be on our best behavior. Yeah, so, um, again, America's greatest sin. And this, I guess, could be a little theme of, uh, of, of what uh, this show is here tonight. Things I just want to be removed from my country. And uh, one of them is women politicians and i'm i'm a little the voting thing i think is what kind of springboarded us into women politicians just naturally i think oh we get the right to vote at some someday we'll have women politicians and it completely ruined everything it destroyed the dynamic of a conversation that's for men politics is a locker room conversation that women should not be involved in. I'm sorry, they just can't. They just can't. Um, another thing too, let me just put, throw this out here. This is why I also, uh, hate, I never accept passive aggressive politeness because she was, you see, she was trying to do the, the pet. She wasn't even trying really. She was uh, half-assingly passive aggressively being polite. Uh, but the second she got any little challenge and the challenge was, why don't you go eat some ice cream? Like literally the, probably the, the softest of balls that you can throw. She completely snaps and it becomes go fuck yourself. It becomes go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. I'm leaving the meeting because she didn't want to be there to begin with. She's probably just annoyed. It's like, did you guys ever read that story of the woman who was on a space uh, mission with the Russians? I believe she was American. And um, she basically sabotaged the entire mission because she just wanted to go home. She was just tired of it. And she started drilling holes in the fucking space station so that they would go, oh, we got we to gotta go back. And then it turned out that she just had a psychological break because she couldn't handle being in space. But then we have, you know, the fucking movies where it's, uh, what is it, Sandra Bullard, Bullock, whatever the fuck her name is, where she's this stone cold fucking astronaut. Every space movie with a woman, she's the goddamn, the, the one that keeps it all together. Yeah, this woman. NASA hits back because they're about to. I think this is kind of old. I don't know if they ever um, actually uh, charged her, but R Russia wanted to charge her for crimes. But 
this story was so like fucking so protected and covered for by the mainstream media. But yeah, she had a psychological breakdown in space because she was lied to and was told that women can do everything men can do. And she almost uh, killed Russian astronauts. People who were actually there because they, they fucking studied their entire life and fucking were little boys looking up at, at space. Thinking one day I'll be up in space. As she was sitting there fucking doodling in her goddamn coloring book and playing with Barbie dolls. But they pushed her. Go, go, go come on. You show some slight bit of fucking uh, uh, interest in, in a star or a planet one day. Let's push her into it. And then she just fucking fails. Fails. It's like a horror movie. You see like holes drilled in the side and you, you realize it's one of the people on the fucking on the ship trying to sabotage the mission because she had a psychological breakdown. That's that's fucking insane. Now, here's my here's my fix. Here's my fix. Because I know. America, even a lot of the right wing women, most I, I guess most wouldn't uh, wouldn't go against the idea of taking away women's right to vote. So I'm willing to compromise a little bit. Um, I say that women's women's vote, women should be able to vote. Sure. But their vote should only count as three fourths of a person. Now I know what you're saying. Oh, that's, that's, that's like slavery. That's what they did to this. No, no, I gave them three fourths. It's a little bit better, better than three fifths, I think. Not the biggest, uh, biggest on fractions, but I think it's a little bit better. And if not, women won't know anyway. Women won't know anyway. So they, their vote should count a little less because they, they put in a little less than we do. And they're just not equipped. They're not equipped. So, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm standing with that. And then I think that's where we get into Israel and Palestine. Because there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to show this woman actually talking. Because it's really insane, just the arguments they're trying to make to cover for Palestine. And again, I just don't know if you, if you're, if, if you're in the middle, I don't understand you. I really don't understand you. And I'm going to tell you why before I even play this video of this, this dumb broad. Let me pull it up first. Um, Basically, where I stand, and this is this is why I think we're we're kind of making a strategical error error in the uh, in the debate of this, and it's the fact that I believe. As a matter of fact, I don't believe I know because it's written in their Quran. It's they say it pretty much. Um, Palestine and Islam, anything to do with Islam. 
has no ground whatsoever to stand on. And it's, it's literally for one reason and one reason only. Well, the main reason, because there's a lot of other reasons, but the fact that they have the death penalty for apostates. Now, if you don't know what apostate is, that's basically somebody who converts or denounces a religion or, you know, leaves a religion for whatever reason. I think they call it deserting a religion. Um, the fact that in nine different countries, I believe that's, that's the count that I had. Uh, I don't know if I'm wrong. Somebody tell me if there's more. Nine different countries, nine different Muslim countries who are under Sharia law, the, the, the punishment for apostasy, from, for leaving Islam or being another religion, is the death penalty. So in my, in my logic, they have and they always, they always will be the aggressors when it comes to when it comes to uh, 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 fighting other religions for whatever reasons, only because their religion calls for it. I'm not sure if there's any other religion on the planet that literally calls for the death of people who believe in an another God. Um, but if you notice, uh, and the right wing fucks up because they don't, they, they kind of let this point go, but pro-Palestine or pro-Palestinians Ignore this point because it destroys their entire religion of peace propaganda narrative. So really until that changes or, you know, Islam just kind of goes away. However that is, I don't know. Uh, but it, it can't coexist with other religions because it's designed not to. Specifically. It's in their, it's in their Quran. It's in their Holy scripture. Their prophet said it, their prophet, uh, also believed in, in having slaves and had sex slaves and tells their, which, which is why you see that in, in countries that practice Sharia law, they actually have slavery. They have sex slaves. They fuck underage children. It's like, I don't know what ground these people have to stand on where people are even making the argument that, well, there's, there's two sides to the story. What's the side? What's the side that has any kind of like logic or anything to defend? Unless you believe it, unless you believe it, then I'd wish people would just say that other than this bullshit about, well, there's two sides. I had somebody where I was, uh, who's supposed to be coming on the show, a friend of mine who, um, was going, well, they believe that. They believe in uh, slavery. They believe in sex slaves. They believe uh, in, in the death penalty for people who don't practice Islam or believe in Islam. But that's what they believe. So how can you say that that's evil? And then it's like, we, well, we get into the argument of, of fucking morality. Do you, where does your morality come from? What is your morality? And usually people that make that argument will also be the same people that go, well, I don't believe in morality. And it's like, exactly. That's why you're fucking siding with terrorists. And you, I'm not even going to say you don't even realize it. You do. You just don't have any morality. You don't have a moral compass in your fucking life. 
Um, and also it, it, it roots me back to the, to the thing that I said where Islam and Palestine is the world's oldest race hoax. Cause you look at the same mentality of the people who are, who are actually, uh, you know, black lives matter, Antifa, the progressive left who are showing their support for Palestine. I'm going to show you that in a minute. I'm not just talking shit. Um, it shows you why it's so easy for them to, to, to fall into it. And it's because this is what they believe. And they believe that there is no, there is it's, it's equality. They can act different, but they expect to be treated the same. And that's really what all this comes down to. That's why there's even an argument for Palestine because they've completely fucked the moral compass of the world. Right, I'm going to play this, uh, this sandal liquor here. Hamas is not a terrorist group. Oh, it isn't, man. First of all, Hamas is not okay. a terrorist group. Now we've gone to, well, we need to, we need to free Palestine from Hamas. Now the argument is Hamas isn't a terrorist group. You see how they move? They move the goalpost. Closer and closer to evil. I don't know why we even argue. We should just let them... We should just say crazy shit and then eventually they just, they just fucking will admit to it. Hamas well, what, is not a terrorist group. What is it? Like a motorcycle it a club? Or? It is a resistance that has been fuming for 75 years of colonialism, of occupation, of murder, of rape, of little children, of women. That's what they are. They are resistance. Do you think Canada is a colonialist country too? Everything that they do is justified. Including what happened thing. last week? Every single thing. They another reason why the progressive left gets behind Hamas. Because they see it as a resistance, just like they see themselves as a resistance fighting white supremacy. White supremacy and Zionism is the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. It's the, it's the invisible enemy that they've created so that they can justify doing evil shit. Have done is justified. Oh, Ma'am, there were children murdered. There were babies beheaded. Oh. Babies beheaded, really? Please educate yourself. Well, please, please check the news okay. because, as as a news reporter, you gotta check the fucking news okay. because they said that that shit was fake. Okay, multiple times, different channels, different. Even Biden himself, his his ministers and his idiots said himself that that news was fake. So There's no for. So she even admits that Biden and his administration are a bunch of idiots, but she believes it. She believes idiots, admittedly. Already beheaded babies. And there you are no, no 1,300 deaths in no Israel? Evidence. There's no evidence. There's no photos whatsoever. Hamas is a Muslim, a Muslim group. They would never do that because it's against Islam. That's number one. And that's something that they show. Do you there really believe evidence. that? There is evidence of... By the way, it's not. It's not. It, it would it would be against Islam to 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 behead a a, a Muslim baby. That would be against it. But it, it's very clear in the Quran, the Prophet Muhammad said himself, "Death to infidels." It couldn't be more clear. Israeli women saying that. Oh yeah, this is the part. Let me pull that back a little bit. 
This part I thought was uh, pretty silly. I really believe that. There is evidence of Israeli women saying that they gave us water, they gave us food, they gave us a, a place to, to, to sleep comfortably. They gave us clothes. They got them to cover up out of respect. This is actual women having interviews talking about when they were hostages or when they were taking in, sorry, when, when Hamas members were, were coming into their house. These are actual Israeli women saying this is how they were. Even at some point, a Hamas fighter told, told one of the women, can I have a banana to eat? He asked if he could eat, eat a banana that was in her home. Imagine if that woman said no. Oh, off with the head. Lop the fuck off. I love the argument, by the way. And I hear, again, a lot of progressives, a lot of lefties making this argument. Some, some rhinos, too, making this argument. Oh, well, they were, very, they, were, they were very nice to the hostages. They, they, listen to what she just, literally just said. When they broke into that, the, that woman's house, they were very polite. They asked if they could have a banana. Yeah, I'm sure that's what a monkey would do if he could fucking talk and carry a gun. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hilarious to me that that's the argument. They were very nice when they were taking hostages. Or they've been very nice to the hostages. They show a video of a woman getting her arm taped up by, I guess, one of the Hamas. I don't even believe that, I'll be honest. Or, and I got a theory too, or they're just putting out videos of them being nice to the hostages as propaganda tools, uh, but they're wrapping this woman's arm and they're like, oh my God, look, they're so nice. Hamas is so nice. They're wrapping that woman's arm. How did her fucking arm get broken to begin with? Oh yeah, oh, they broke her arm and then they fixed it. They, they're literally, that woman is literally verbatim explaining Stockholm syndrome. When somebody takes hostages and, and is nice to them, and I think some of them do it on purpose, they've made movies about this. Almost every hostage movie is about, oh, the hostage actually has a heart of gold. Or the, the guy taking the hostages, he's actually has a heart of gold. Oh, he, he had a hard upbringing. Lefties love Stockholm Syndrome. They fall for it. But again, women. Women thinking they have a goddamn, a goddamn uh, uh, point to make. And then she finally has her soapbox moment. And, and just like a battered wife, she explains Stockholm Syndrome as if it's a good thing. By the way, let me show you this. This is, again, why Israel is not the same. Now this is uh, uh, Israel. Uh, Israel's military basically dropped flyers warning the citizens of Gaza to get the fuck out of Dodge. 
So they didn't just indiscriminately bomb uh, uh, the Gaza Strip. They warned the citizens. Now I'm not. I'm not going to take away that. Yeah, bombing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm never in favor of just indiscriminately bombing a fucking country, but justified retaliation. I mean, uh, these people, you know, a lot of these, uh, these, you know what, let me actually get to this before I even say that. But yeah, that's where, that's where I could put a button in that. It's, it's the, uh, the idea of, of multiculturalism. All cultures are equal. And that, that theory has fucking failed us and has gotten hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people. Yeah, I, would, I don't even think it's maybe. Millions of people fucking slaughtered because we're supposed to believe that every culture is the same and that every culture is equal. Because why? We don't want to hurt feelings. Because some broad thought of it and, and thought that was going to fix the world. Oh, why don't we all just get along? Why don't we all just stop, stop talking so aggressively? Because that's not how the world works, you dumb broads. One thing I guess I, I agree with the Muslims on, keep your women out of politics. And that's where, that's where the fine line is. I just don't believe in, in sex slaves and fucking uh, lopping a bitch's head off because she looked at another man the wrong way through her fucking, her sheet slits. But yeah, literally, maybe that's the one thing that I can derive from, from uh, uh, Islam. But even they go too far on that. Even they go too far on that. I did want to uh, talk about this gentleman because here we have a guy who I who I've been up and down on as far as like do I do I like him do I not I disagree with him a lot as far as like somebody that's on the uh, the right wing. That's a conservative Christian conservative. I do agree, uh, disagree with him quite a lot, uh, quite a lot. Um, but this right here is Nick Fuentes making the same bitch ass argument that he argued against. Basically, Nick Fuentes. Blames the Jews for all his problem the same way black people blame him for all their problems. And then you realize like all the roads kind of lead to the same place. And it's, it's, to me, it's very cowardly when it comes to a, a guy like Nick Fuentes to make this argument, because to me, it comes off as, Hey, uh, Hey everybody, stop, uh, stop blaming me for everything. It's not the white Christian. It's the white Jew. That's your problem. And to me, it's, it's, it's how do you even as a person who's been in that boat where they're blaming you for America's problems and they're blaming you, uh, they've labeled you as a white supremacist and all this shit. 
Yet you turn around and do it to the same, to, you do the same thing to a different group of people. You want to just pass the buck. So here's Nick Fuentes making the argument that it's wrong and as Christians we should stand up against Israel for retaliating. They are about to commit a genocide. And it is a repugnant and evil government that is led by the Jewish state that is about to commit perhaps the worst atrocities in this century. And if you're a Christian, if you're a Catholic, we have to have some moral clarity here and say that two wrongs don't make a right. What Hamas did in Israel on Saturday was terrible, but those people should be held accountable. What Israel's doing now and what they've done for 16 years is they've held all the Palestinians collectively responsible. And they are inflicting a collective punishment on innocent people, on children, on civilians. They're blowing up schools and hospitals. And so although from a strategic and geopolitical point of view, I am ambivalent because this is happening very far away, at the same time, any Catholic can recognize that this is wrong. This is wrong, what they're doing. Do they have a right to retaliate against Hamas? It's an easy question. I think everybody knows the answer. Regardless of what you feel about Israel or any other country, no country should be forced to accept violence within its territory. But with that being said, no state can inflict severe civilian casualties on a population intentionally to collectively punish a people for the actions. Again, completely ignoring all the context. They didn't intentionally do that. I showed you the video. They, they dropped flyers. They warned the citizens. Nobody intentionally trying to hurt citizens warns the citizens that there's going to be, that actually is a, is a bad strategic move for them. It puts them at risk. Cause I know people will go, Oh, they're just dropping flyers. No, no, they're, they're also warning the fucking terrorist group that they're going to get that they're about that. They're about to, to, to fucking make a move. So yeah, yeah, completely ignoring the kind. Also, completely ignoring that they're they're the battle right there that we're talking about right now is just with the Jews. They also want to kill us. They want to kill Christians. They are killing Christians. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's he's practicing right now. This is Nick Fuentes practicing multiculturalism the thing that he's been railing against and the thing that ruined his life at a very young age put him on blacklists he now follows right along with it and i told you guys i warned you when the whole kanye thing went down this kind of thinking and i know a lot of you are smart enough to know this you don't need me for this just here for the people that that do all those roads lead to the same place. When you when you when you derive or when you're when you arrive at the point that everybody's problems are because of that one group of people, you've given up on thinking rationally. 
You've given up on thinking uh, uh, logically and factually. Let's continue. Nick Fuentes. Of one group within one militant faction of the political leadership. It's just not right. So I'm calling on all Christians and Catholics. I'm calling on all America First supporters to pray for the people of Gaza. And also to get the word out, hashtag Gaza genocide. It's what it is. They're about to commit a genocide. And like I said, I believe that... This AOC? They're about to commit a, a genocide? It's not a genocide, first off. It's, uh, if anything, it's... it's a religion it's a holy war you know i'd like i'd like uh um nick fuentes to look up uh you know the story of judas maccabee he was this uh this jewish warrior that fought a war on the sabbath and that's another thing that that uh that attack happened on a uh on a jewish holiday you think that's not uh, that's not fucking um, strategic on the other side's mo on the other side? Um, they th that was uh, Judas Maccabee's whole kind of philosophy is like, well, we're not supposed to fight a war on the Sabbath. Yeah, that's what all the elders were telling him. But we also can't let them come and 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 take over our our city. People are gonna die. I think I think God wants us to fight. Why would why what's what what's the idea of like for instance like war I get war is not a good thing. Ideally you don't want to fight a war. But when we're talking about people who are literally saying like everybody must accept our God or die and we're going to spread this all over the world whether you like it or not we can't we can't coexist we can't be paid to even change our mind like at, at, at what point are we, is is it not really like just an just a battle of good versus evil like my side hey look i wish i wish more people thought I don't want to say exactly like me, but yeah, I guess that's what we all, we all wish, right? Let me be real. I wish everybody thought like me, make the world an easier place for me. However, I wish, I wish everybody thought more rationally. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I, I'm not in the world of, of forcing people at the threat of death. Even if there's a civil war. It's not like, it's not uh believe what I believe or die. Just stop trying to, you know, fuck kids. Stop uh, trying to kill me. Let's start there. Nick Fuentes just forgot everything. Forgot everything because he's blinded by his hatred for Jews. And this isn't me going, hey, he's anti-Semite. He, he admits, he admits it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. I'm a racist myself. But stop, stop lying is all I'm saying. American 
government should care about the American people. At the same time, we can call a spade a spade and say that what, what is about to happen in Gaza is unspeakably horrifying and evil. And everything that the Jews are saying about what Hamas did, well, we know that they're full of shit. Because at the same time that they cry about Israeli civilians being killed, they're about to kill 10 times as many people deliberately. And it makes them the same. It makes them exactly the same. No, it doesn't. How is it any different? On the one hand, they say Hamas is evil and they're terrorists. They're not like any other state organization because they target civilians. Well, is that not exactly what the Jews are doing in retaliation? It's almost worse because they're going to kill more and they're doing it knowingly. And according to their own moral standard, killing civilians is wrong, but they're going to do it anyway because they're sick. That's that's evil. Now, trust me, I, I, I'm no uh, I'm no fucking uh, war hawk. I don't I don't believe in in like, for instance, what's going on with uh, Ukraine. I understand the difference between a proxy war and a fucking real war. However, I want, I want, uh, you know, next time we get hit with a fucking terrorist attack, I want to hear Nick Fuentes say that we need to just lay down and take it. We just need to lay down and take it because we're the, it'd be punching down. Yeah, I think, I think he's just bullshitting because I don't think he would ever say that. Now I'm not fully up on my Nick Fuentes fucking knowledge. Maybe he's totally a hippie. And this is how he always talks. I don't know. Somebody tell me if I'm if I'm off and I'm I'm reading Nick wrong. Cuz there is a lot of fake shit out there about him. I just don't uh I don't believe it. I don't believe you, Nick. I don't believe this is a real logical, rational take from you. Um, let's see. However, Nick Fuentes, um, I don't know if he's if he's in the in the in the world of like where he supports Hamas because he's outwardly saying that he doesn't support it. But he is belittling, belittling what they did quite a bit, quite a bit. I mean, there's not Jews running around fucking uh, the Gaza Strip beheading people because they don't believe in the same God. Can we at least admit that that's not the same? And then admitting that would admit that your entire argument is bullshit. Um... But let me show you some people who, who I want out of the country. You got these people here. All these people supporting terrorism, straight up. Thank you. 
versus hang gliders. Fuck is this uh, just cause? But yeah, it's a very you hear the uh, sort of the the, inf the 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 tone of it. It's like na 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 na. It's like that kind of uh, attitude. Um. But yeah, yeah. People who who are and I and I, I I said it. I said it. There's gonna be a thing because I should have actually showed you this because there's actually this guy going running around in uh, Brussels. I don't know if he's been caught yet. Last I saw, he wasn't. But he's going around killing people. Oh no, this actually isn't it. But I have to show that too. But there's a guy going around in Brussels, um, killing people, basically because of the uh, the call for jihad. The, the the he's answering the call. But I'm sure people are gonna go. No, I don't. I don't support that. However. It's like, but you, you're, you're supporting what he, like his cause. And his cause is saying, this is what we need to do. This is jihad. I guess I could play this too. Oh, you know what? I'll save this for tomorrow. I gotta save a few things for tomorrow. That guy's a piece of shit though. I could do without him. Uh, but here's, uh, basically, now, you know, we can make all the, all the arguments, all the J6 arguments, but they basically, uh, a pro-Palestine stormed the Capitol, a pro-Palestine group stormed the Capitol and took it over. Now, I don't know if this is the capital of... Is this the capital of the United States? I just saw this uh, today. I didn't get to do any research. Um, I think it is because I saw uh, uh, the Congress, congressman doing videos about it. I should have a video of that. But yeah, we're talking about a group who's pro-terrorism, storming the Capitol, Urging Israel to cease fire. That's insane. That's insane to me. I'm not, sh I'm not shocked, but I still find it to be insane. Of course, nobody, nobody, I believe was arrested. I'm sure they were also let in. Don't get me wrong. It's just the it's just for different reasons. And and I said this if if the only thing that would get me to stop supporting Israel, stop defending Israel is if they actually do cease fire. Because of this horseshit. Because of all the outrage. I say bombs the fuck away. Go ahead. Have at it. Glassfield, the Gaza Strip. We'll come back to it in a hundred years. It'll be fine. Mm. 
I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I do not know. I say, I mean, I, I you know, I, and I keep saying civil war, but I want, you know, people to understand that I don't, I like, I'm, I'm not happy about civil war. I just personally think it's the only thing that's going to actually reset us. They made 30 arrests. However, those charges will be, will probably be dropped. Thanks, Grill. Yeah, yeah. Kamala will bail them out. The squad got them. And that's how it, that's how it works. You can be pro-terrorism and storm the Capitol, but people that are pro-America storm the Capitol and they're called terrorists. How, the f- how, how backwards is that shit? I wonder if any of these people will be uh, uh, investigated by the FBI. wonder if there'll be facial scans and geo-tracking with these people. Cease fire. Fucking just, why don't you just kill yourself? They're masochists. And I really don't understand the left the leftists that, that are actually supporting not even just, not even just Hamas, but even just supporting Islam. It's totally anti what you are. Like I could find more in common with fucking Islam than you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to. I don't know what else to say. I'm lost. At a loss for words. I don't even. I don't even know if I. Uh, if I. If I. If I got the point across. I'm sure you're all feeling the same way. I don't even see too many people in the chat like. Like you're wrong. I mean, if somebody does, let me know. Let me know. Let's see. I see Good Days. I never seen that name before. I just don't want my country to get involved in some other bullshit fucking war. We have already thrown billions at that Ukraine bullshit. But that's, that's what I'm saying is I agree with you. I agree with the sentiment, but I don't think this is a bullshit war. I think this is the war. I think uh, that's why I think Nick Fuentes is out of his goddamn ever living mind to sit there as a, as what is he Catholic or Christian as whatever, either of those to sit there and not see that you have somebody who wants to kill you for accepting Jesus as your Lord and savior. And you don't see that. As a as as maybe it uh, a time to defend yourself a little bit. At least defend yourself, and then we can go into the levels of defend yourself verbally. Then if they come at you physically, I think you're allowed to preserve your fucking life. 
I'm pretty sure that is, uh, that is in Christianity. Defending yourself, thy rod and thy staff. See, now, now it's just different. It, it, you know, in the Bible, it tells you to pick up your sword. Well, now a sword is a fucking heavy, heavy military machinery that can dump bullets at your dome in seconds and then go, th- go through one bullet going through a jihadist and taking out maybe two more. That's the sword now. Ah, let's see. Biden is going to require 100 billion for Ukraine and Israel. That's how he gets Republicans to continue funding Ukraine by trying them together. No, well, now that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we we should get into and I I guess there's a lot more attached to it geopolitically. Um I'm not saying we even need to get involved. I say we just get the fuck out of Israel's way. And then if shit gets dicey, we, we, we may have to back them. But I think Israel can handle, handle it themselves. It's just the rest of the world gets in the goddamn way. I think, I think Israel uh, has been more than patient. I think it's been generations of patience. They gave them they gave them more than they needed to. And then even after all of that, after all the years, after everything, they still after the after the attack, after them them paragliding into a fucking into into Israel and slaughtering citizens, they still drop flyers before retaliating. If that's not patience, if that's not God-given patience, I don't know what is. And I think we could cut them a little slack. So, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I kind of want to move on from the, the Hamas thing. I mean, I could probably just get out of here. See if you guys have anything else to say. Uncle Phil style. Anyone who is on here who is here on Visa and supports those terrorists should be thrown out of the country like Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's see if I I never know where to find that one. Ah, I lost it. The moment's been fucked. The moment's been fucked. All right. Um, where's Van Halen when you need them? I'll explain the reference another day. I think you got to explain it now. No time like the present, my friend. Platinum Ham, how are you? Brian Brumbelow. 
Yeah, it's Skrill, though. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I don't even want to give him time. Just, just put him on a, on a fucking train or a bus. Train. That, that'll be symbolic. Put him on a train or bus. Whatever the fuck. Get him out of here. If that's where my tax dollars were going, I would be more than happy. Let's see. You know, I do have something I could do. I don't know. Do I feel like doing this? I guess it's... I guess I could. Platinum Ham, it was a South Park episode about the Middle East making peace. So they combined all the religious symbols and it formed Van Halen. <laughs> South Park's South Park's funny because you could just explain it and it's funny. So ridiculous. Ah, uh, so. I guess I guess I could do this. Why not? Kind of in a pissy mood. Maybe this will make me feel better. By the way, since we have everybody in here right now, well, not everybody, but we have a lot of people. If you didn't hear me at the beginning of the show, we'll be doing a show tomorrow night at around 11 p.m. It's going to be a late one. You know, we try to line up our schedules for you guys, you know? We love you guys. So, try to put on a show. We've been trying to do at least one a, one a week. Um, so, yeah. Show tomorrow at 11 p.m. 11 p.m. That's almost Friday. <clears throat> But it's Thursday. Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Oh, Jesus. Did I just... Oh, today's Thursday. It's already 12. God. What song did they sing? Why Can't This Be Love? Van Halen? You know, I'll be honest. I, I, I wasn't a Van Halen fan. I hated that kind of music. I know he did uh he did the guitars for Beat It, Michael Jackson. Dun, 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 dun. Eddie Van Halen. That's one of those that like everybody knows and somebody says it and they think they just told you something interesting. Yeah, we know. It was that's how they promoted the fucking song. Well, um, what I wanted to do is cause, cause I don't know if I've seen anybody do this, but one of my shows, one of my favorite shows growing up, probably my favorite show actually growing up was a show called, and you've heard me say this before, a show called all in the family. 
Um, and you know, I was watching some all in the family not too long ago and I realized, you know, it's still, it's still gotta be the greatest sitcom ever fucking made. And what I find funny is that it's a very political show. Really? A lot of the show was just them sitting around talking, really arguing about, about politics. And what I think is funny is that, um, Archie Bunker, which you've heard referenced a lot, probably just in uh, pop culture. By the way, the show was made, I believe, in the 60s. So we're talking about a 60-year-old show. Um, but Archie Bunker is basically the, uh, the conservative of the show. He's the conservative representation. This show, by the way, is written by a bunch of commie, lefty, fucking Hollywood, probably pedophiles. Um, so the way they have their representation of a, of a conservative is they make him, of course, say conservative things, but they put it in the, uh, they frame it in the way of it being racism. And it's funny because this show, I think it also proves my point and my theory that racism is an evil it's not evil, nor is it good. It's just kind of a thing that happens. Because again, how can racism be evil if it's completely correct? And that's kind of the, the, the point of what I'm going to make here, is that Archie Bunker, even though he was the conservative, even though he was supposed to be the ignorant guy on the show, even spo- he was supposed to be basically the, the antithesis of... Um, of a right-wing conservative guy. And of course he said racist shit. Um, but it, it's very funny because it turns out that in today's society, Archie Bunker is completely, he was completely right about everything. Pretty much everything that he said. And I just think it's funny. A lefty writes a show, but a right-winger... <laughs> And 60 years later, he, be, he turns out to be right. So I figured I'd just play like a bunch of clips. Archie Bunker. Just being right. Being right and hilarious. Thank you, uh, Lisa Marie. Ultimate lefty Rob Reiner played the meathead. Mike Stivick. Yeah. He played Archie Bunker's, I mean, let's be real, perfect, uh, perfect, you know, perfect lefty, not only as a character, but as an actor. Um, But then I also found it funny that, you know, the lefty of the show, he thinks he's high and mighty. He's, he's much more educated than Archie, of course, but because he's in college, he's, he's given his education yet, you know, he's living off of Archie. He's a fucking mooch. He eats all his food. He lives in his house rent-free. He's fucking his daughter. It's like, it's, it's literally, even in their writing, they could have made him a better person, but that's what they thought was a good, a good thing. But that's because it was, it was, it was like this female empowerment horseshit that, uh, he was trying to play. But, um, let's just play a bunch, bunch of stuff. This is Archie talking about the Democrats. 
read this. The Democrats is doing the whole the Democrats. And you put them in there. <laughs> That's the face you had on you when you come back in the polls. Well, the Democrats' way of running this country is to go tell us all how we ought to make sacrifices. God, they're great on that stuff. <laughs> but they're all going to have us over the hill to the poorhouse. Hmm. We ain't going to be able to drive over there because we ain't got no gas, so we're going to have to walk it. <laughs> My whole point is this whole thing with the energy and everything. This is all a conspiracy. Don't you know that? It's a conspiracy there. Listen. For years, all our lives, they've been telling us to go out and buy stuff that use energy. You know, all electrical stuff. Like electric toasters, electric covers, electric stove, electric stereo, electric TV, electric race, electric hair blower, electric knives, electric every damn thing. Not to mention the cars. And now, after all the big corporations there make the billions and billions of dollars worth of profits, signals, wham, they're changed. And I had to tell us for years that we can't live without this junk. Now they tell us that we gotta live without it. The country is going straight into the dumper. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Fucking, fucking prophetic. Prophetic. Archie Bunker was. How many of those things came true? Just in that one rant. Electric, we can't pay for gas. You barely find the only thing he was missing from that rant was the was drilling. If he would have said that, that would have been like, what the fuck? When did they did they write this yesterday? That's the one thing they missed was the drilling. Little girl, maybe that wasn't a thing back then. Drilling was just what it was. This is Archie. I believe he's talking about California, which you know one of my favorite places in the world, right? I mean, nobody, and, and when I say nobody, I mean nobody normal thinks about going out to California. I mean, that's the land of fruits and nuts. And every fruit's a little nutty, and every nut's a little fruity. So what, what are you saying? There's nothing nice about California? The only classy thing I know to come out of California is the roller derby. Oh, California is great. Why do you think everybody's moving out there? Because they're all nuts or they're broke or they're jumping bail or something. <laughs> don't you know that California is the home of where it's going to occur? The world's worst catastrophe. <laughs> catastrophe? Yes, dumbbell. Don't you know that California's sitting on a shelf out there? They call that the Pacific Shelf there. There's three states on that shelf. Oregon, California, Missouri. <laughs> Don't you know the day the big earthquake, them three states are gonna be shoved right over that shelf there? They call that the Continental Divide. <laughs> what? Yes, yes, the Pope knew about this years ago. He said it was St. Andrew's for. <laughs> You. Oh, Archie, I don't think God would push all them people off a shelf. Oh, what the hell do you know about God? I'll tell you what God would do. He's going to dump California. He's just waiting till the last of the crazies get out there. <laughs> Did you know that 65... Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Um, I guess not. Well, yeah, I guess it is prophetic because, I mean, look what's happening in California. All the fucking psychopaths are moving there.
well, that's that's all who's left there, and it's a it's a shithole. It's again, I gotta I gotta reiterate this every time I talk about California, the worst place I've ever been to in my life was L.A. I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it, but I could not, I could not second that more that, uh, that California needs to just break the fuck off. Just like in 2012, it just breaks off and then floats off into the sea. Now we have a new coast, fresh new coast. This is, uh, Archie arguing about, uh, I want to say gun control. I believe this is gun control. People murdered in the last 10 years were killed by handguns? Would it make you feel any better, little girl, if they was pushed out of windows? <laughs> wow, that's convoluted logic. Yes, and that's the kind of straight thinking I'm trying to put across here. <laughs> Daddy, how can you be against gun control with all the assassinations? Look at it, the Kennedys and Martin Luther King. And what about the shooting of Governor Wallace? I'm saying, maybe Governor Wallace wouldn't have got shot if he had a rod in his mitts. <laughs> a rod. Because the governor was there, he could have shot first. Archie, what would he be doing walking around in a crowd with a gun? What was the other bum doing in a crowd with a gun? Ridiculous, <laughs> Archie, you're talking about a human being who may be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yes, and if that human being had, had a rod, then the other human being would be in a wheelchair. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So this is this is like a classic episode. Which, by the way, they, they I I think I put that clip because I think it's funny that the you know the educated intellectuals on the show were they're they're calling his logic convoluted, yet his logic was more solid than theirs were. It's very it's very simple, very simple. Um. But there's this, this episode was basically Archie hears this guy on uh, TV talking about gun control and he goes on TV to, to make his rebuttal uh, of gun control. And this is like a, a, a if you're, if you're all in the family fan, this is a super classic. Good evening, everybody. Bunker of 704 Houser Street, veteran of the big war, speaking on behalf of guns for everybody. Now, question. What was the first thing that the communists done when they took over Russia? Answer, gun control. And there's a lot of people in this country who want to do the same thing to us here in a kind of conspiracy, see. You take your big international bankers, uh, they want to, what do you call, uh, masticate the people of this year nation like puppets on a wing. And then when they get that done, train us over to the commies. Oh, Archie, I'm glad they put you on a... By the way, I don't know if you heard that at the end. And by the way, you see, you see fucking the meathead, the dumb Polak, looking at Archie like he's an idiot, like everything he's saying is dumb. When 60 years later... It's the absolute truth. It's not even a conspiracy theory. Um, and, and his side, the meatheads, are, are actually saying this out right now. That, yeah, we want to come for your guns. But you hear there, that little line he says, uh, he goes, and they want to turn us over to the commies. <laughs> it couldn't be more true. Big international bankers, uh, they want to, what do you call, uh, 
masticate the people of this here nation like puppets on a wing. And then when we get that done, turn this over to the commies. Oh, Archie, I'm oh, glad I'm they put you on a stool. You, you look tall as sitting down. <laughs> Another thing, by the way, I think that's why I put that part, because Archie Bunker, man, a man cut from the same cloth as Krishan the Don, not afraid to tell his woman to shut the fuck up. And that's what made their, their, their marriage last. What? Oh, okay. This one, this one is funny because he gets into, into race, into racism. And, and also, I think it's funny because it kind of, I related with this clip so much because it's, it's his daughter trying to explain modern art to him. And just Archie's reaction, I just, it was so cathartic because it's exactly how the fuck I feel when I see modern art. The answers are all right here in this sculpture. Take, for instance, what this represents. This here is the struggle of the races. Man's <laughs> inhumanity to man. Yet through it all, the shining hope of a new brotherhood. See? <laughs> the girl has gone base. I'm all alone here. I'm all alone in this house. Isn't anybody else interested in upholding standards? Our world is coming crumbling down. The coons are coming. <laughs> Archie, 12% of the population is black. There should be a lot of black families living out here. Yeah, this is only a beginning, but I think it's wonderful. Wonderful, huh? Well, let's see how wonderful it is when a watermelon rinds come flying out the window. <laughs> That was just the next step that was just racist like for no reason. Um, but I think I think what he means by the watermelon rinds coming flying out the window is he's talking about what we're seeing, just the the fucking monkey business that we see going on in the hoods, and this again multiculturalism and the 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 fucking uh, diversity DEI bullshit. Um, affirmative action and forcing people to kind of fucking like each other. He was right. He was right. The coons were coming and nobody was listening to him. And I think this last one, this last clip is him talking about, uh, they had a little debate on women entering the workplace. Archie, the next step is to get them to pay me like a fella. What do you mean by that? Oh, they're putting me on regular next week, but they're paying me less than they paid the man who used to run the forklift. Oh, well, come on, Irene. After all, it's a well-known fact. Uh, men are weight more than women. <laughs> Archie, have you been reading Playboy? No, Irene, the Bible. <laughs> the Bible? The Bible. And in the Bible, it says, God made man his own image. He made women after, from a rib. Cheaper cut. <laughs> Cheaper cut. Archie! I'm doing the same work as a man. And if he was getting paid $6 an hour, why should I get five fifty? Because, Irene, you you're getting what? <laughs> you're getting... You... 
You're getting five fifty an hour. Archie, that's exactly what they're paying you. What they're paying me? There goes your rib theory. <laughs> and there goes the whole country, meathead. When you see the day that they're giving women the same pay as men and giving women the same jobs, where the hell is it all going to end? Yeah. And why are you thinking about it? Think about this. Equality is unfair. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What's the point of a man working hard all his life, trying to get someplace, if all he's going to do is wind up equal? <laughs> Ah, uh, but again, the logic. That is so true. What's the point of working? And that's why communism fails every time. What's the point of working hard if we all end up equal anyway? It's the incentive. And he was absolutely right. They, they started paying women the same amount because I think the point was is that women aren't putting in the same work that we are. And I think it's been proven. I think it's been proven over and over again. I proved a couple to you earlier. That it's just not working. It's just not working. Again, another thing that Archie Bunker was absolutely right about. Look at the world today. Look at the workplace. If the workplace is not completely fucked because of this equality horseshit, then we just, uh, we don't, we don't live in the same reality. But yeah, uh, uh, d d please somebody show me Archie Bunker being wrong about anything. And maybe he may have came off ignorant. But it, it's because, you know, they, they, they had to make it overtly, uh, overtly racist and overtly sexist. And that was like, that was basically the beginning I guess the beginning stages where that's what they wanted is when they wanted to brainwash America into when you hear somebody talk like this, you got to give them that look. If you notice, they, they do that throughout the whole show. Every time he makes a point, that's actually pretty solid, a pretty solid, logical point. They all look at him like he's a fucking retard. No argument back. Just look at them like they're, they're fucking retarded. And that actually worked because people started doing that. People started doing that. So um, if there's anybody out there that's, uh, that's you know, trying to be a, a writer or something, you know, think of, think of characters like Archie Bunker. You're trying to be a writer and, and put things into, into uh, a right-wing kind of thing. And what's funny is back in the day, right-wingers probably got really offended by this, which I think there was, um, there's like old video from the, uh, is it Nixon? The Nixon tapes, where he's talking about All in the Family, and I think he he hated the show because it made right-wingers look like fools. However, it just took 60 years, because now people, I see a lot of right-wingers going on, not, maybe not even right-wingers, but a lot of people in All in the Family clips on YouTube going, God damn, Archie Bunker was actually right about everything. And we thought he was a fucking kook. It's brainwashing. Good brainwashing, man. The lefties, you got to give it to them. They know how to brainwash a motherfucker. But that goes into the thing I told you earlier. When we, when we uh, 
when we were looking at the Palestine, the woman explaining Stockholm syndrome, explaining how the hostages treated uh, the the Israelis, the Israeli hostages so well. It's brain. It's all brainwashing. They've they're brainwashed. And I know that's like a, that might be a fucking antiquated term, but it, it it's it it lasts. I mean, it makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, I fucking love this show. This is it, it's still my favorite show ever. <clears throat> all in the family, go watch it if you haven't. It spun off pretty much probably every show that you, every classic show that you've liked. This, it spun off probably from All in the Family. Jefferson's Good Times, I believe, was a spin off. Maud, who didn't love Maud? Huh? Great spin off. I know I, I, I brought this up before. I don't remember all the spin offs. I think it had like nine spin offs. Plus, it had like an Archie, Archie's Place, and then a couple other. I think Gloria, his wife, had a show where I believe the show in the show, true liberal fashion, his uh, her husband, the meathead, I think, leaves her and her kid. And now she's a single mother trying to make it in this world. So, uh, yeah, uh, of goddamn, you'd think it was written by conservatives. Like a really smart conservative that was like in 60 years. Who was it? Uh, it wasn't Sherwood Schwartz, was it? I think he did, um, what do you call it? He did uh, the Brady Bunch. I know when I see the name, somebody's going to put the name up. The guy who made uh, All in the Family. I'm going to look it up real quick. I should know this. And also, I know that uh, Carol O'Connor was a big fuck. Norman Lear. Jesus Christ. Can't believe I forgot that name. Um, yeah, yeah. But I believe they were, all, they were all a bunch of, like, true blue communists. I believe uh, Carol O'Connor, the guy who played Archie Bunker, actually was like a, a card-carrying commie. Norman Lear, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be uh, surprised. <clears throat> All right, well, let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. Gave you a little extra 30 minutes there. Yes, yeah, that was a hilarious joke. Then he made her from a rib, cheaper cut. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking using that one. I'm using that on my girl tonight. Uh, let me shout everybody out. Skrill Kill, of course. I'll see you tomorrow. Brian Brumbelow, my friend. Shout out to you. Lisa Marie. Shout out to you. I know you agree. You shouldn't be voting either. I understand. You're a good girl. I appreciate you. Um, let's see. Platinum Ham. My good friend. I'm going to force Platinum Ham to come on kayfabe one day. Just bullying you a little bit. 
just bullying you. Um, plan to have a good guy though. Very good guy. Uh, good guy. Who else do we have? I know I missed. There was a guy named Good Days. I don't think I've ever seen him before. Shout out to him. I am supposed to have somebody on, if not tomorrow, sometime very soon. Uh, sorry. Just, uh, oh, Sushi Sensei. That's who I was trying to remember. Also, another guy who I'm going to get on the show soon. Sushi Sensei. Go check out Sushi Wiz on uh, Twitch.tv. I vote the right way. Yes, Lisa Marie. Not a wasted vote. Not a wasted vote. Um, I'm supposed to have a, a friend of, of mine on the show either tomorrow, probably not tomorrow. He said he's going to try. Um, it's probably not the best day for us either. Cause I wasn't planning on doing a show, but we moved around schedules. We were able to make it happen. So we'll do that. Maybe he'll jump on just for the beginning or something. Uh, if he does, if not, he's going to come on. We're going to debate about Israel versus Palestine. He's pro Palestine. Insane. Fucking insane. So I think that'll be interesting. Um and I feel like there's something else to announce. I feel like there's something else. There is nothing planned, but I got I gotta do a show with uh Crossman soon. Again, he's over in uh Jolly Old England. So lining up schedules with him, it's like, you got to do like in the middle of the day. That's, you know, kind of how it lines up. So we got to, we've been wanting to do a lot more stuff together. He's actually grinding out. He's, he's building up his, uh, his, uh, channel, excuse me. He's getting in, getting in the, uh, getting canceled a lot. And when I say canceled, I just mean blocked by a bunch of, bunch of fools who, disagree with him he got me into the uh the top dollar argument still haven't heard anything from top dollar um can't say i'm i'm not surprised uh yeah go go follow skrill on uh, twitch.tv slash skrill kill s-k-r-i-l-l-k-i-i-l shopmisfitnation.com go grab a t-shirt grab some uh grab one of your tread heavily t-shirts all my shirts go very well with a maga hat as you can see um new new designs i'm i'm, I'm working on slowly but surely Something I, I'm actually uh, looking into working with some uh, designers because it's not really my thing to design shirts. So, um, what else? Podbean. <clears throat> Shout out to all the audio v oh, viewers. God damn, I do that every time. Audio listeners. Shout out to all of you. Misfitnation.podbean.com if you're, if you're not uh, subscribed over there or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And that should be it. Should be it. Get in our Discord. Boom. There you go. Link in the description. 
I heard our invite link in our description <clears throat> doesn't work for some people or something, so maybe I'll have to just change it, revive it. I don't know. Um, or what do you call it? Replace it, and then should work. I'll see. I'll check that out very soon. And that's uh, pretty much it. Remember, 11 p.m. tomorrow night, guys. We'll be here. Be there. Or be square. Or just catch it on the replay. I mean, I put it up on multiple platforms and then I chop up the videos and put them out. So, I mean, be nice if you were there. Be nice. Kind of fun when we have a lot of people in the chat. Makes the show a little more interactive. Huh? Think about it. Think about it. All right, guys. Well, uh, as always, stay strapped. Uh, be confrontational. Be argumentative. Uh, don't take, don't take jihad lightly. That's why I say stay, stay strapped, because we're at war. They don't want us to believe it, <clears throat> but we are. We are. Just a matter of time. There's idiots out there that need to have a terrorist attack happen on American soil in order to like be snapped back into it and realize, oh, we're at war. No, you don't. You don't. We already are. We have pro-terrorism going on in our capital. We're at war. So yeah, stay strapped. Uh, stay vigilant. Head on a swivel. Because we're the smart ones. And don't forget, we are the militia. I just mean everybody. We, the people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Completely fucked up my cool outro. All right. All right, fuck off. Chris Hahn, the Don. The Don. Chris Hahn, the Don. Krishan, the Don. The Don. D-O-N, right? Krishan, the Don. Socially awkward queer. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or at the Misfit Nation. Also, help us prepare for our inevitable YouTube ban by following us on alternative platforms like Rumble and Odyssey at the 
this station. And if you're tired of looking at our ugly mugs, you can listen to the audio version of the show on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. That's misfitnation.podbean.com.